Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome everybody to the bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building. Right back in here another Tuesday. Super excited as always to be coming through your speakers, through your headphones, wherever you listen to the bar. We are grateful that you are listening. And I love to start the show every week by thanking the listeners. I know it sounds like a broken record, but I can't thank you enough. You guys are awesome. I appreciate all the love that you give, shares and likes and and uh, uh, buying the gear. All of that stuff means so much to us here at the bar. And if you're listening right now, Right now, wherever you are, unless you're driving, if you're driving, don't do this. But if you're not driving, screenshot what you're listening to us on, post it, tag us, let everybody know your favorite podcast is The Bar Podcast. And like I do every Tuesday, I bring you an awesome guest this week, just like any other Tuesday, another awesome guest. And I'm really excited about this one because, uh, well, I'll, I'll explain once he introduces himself. But I want to introduce to you guys, Mr. Camden. How are you today, sir? Great, great. How are you, Dwayne? It's good to be here. Uh, I'm doing awesome, man. I'm doing awesome. I I, I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to come on my show. Very grateful and honored for that. Um, so I want to give you the floor, man. Introduce yourself. Anything you want to tell the listeners, whether it's personal or professional, I'm going to give you the floor to do that right here. Oh, thanks, Dwayne. Yeah, my name's Camden Busey. I'm a pastor of Hope Orthodox Presbyterian Church in Grays Lake, Illinois. It's just a little bit north of Chicago. And uh, I uh, also... Uh, I'm president of Reformed Forum. Some people may have listened uh, to some of our programs there. So this is my first time, I think, being a guest on another podcast. So mm. I guess, uh, you know, I've done about, if you count all of our programs, maybe about a thousand episodes of podcasts. So I think I can do one in return. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? So I'm, 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 I'm happy to be on this side of things and talking to you today. You know, I could I could tell you more about me. I imagine that that stuff will come up in our conversation, though. But that's For that's sure. a thumbnail sketch. Good deal, man. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. And uh, yeah, that that is interesting that you haven't been a guest um, because you know I, I know this side of the podcast game, and and I, I like being guests as well. You know, I've been a guest quite a few times, so I know how how much you're you're chilled and you're not worried about timestamps or, you know, levels, any of that stuff. So I know this is easy. <laughs> yeah, I don't have for to do you. anything today. Yeah, just... man. Yeah, just talk, man. <laughs> don't get spoiled. Don't get spoiled. <laughs> yes, sir. So you brought up the, the reason why I have you on um, uh, the reform forum, reform forum. You said it really quick. I guess it runs together. Yeah, but... it does. That's the danger of it. <laughs> but that, uh, podcast, uh, I can honestly say, I'm glad I'm able to say it to you and while my listeners are listening, um, was very influential in my uh, transition. I came out of the charismatic world. My listeners know that. 
and a co-worker actually walked me through the Westminster Confessions on his lunch break. Um, and when he was done, he pretty much gave me different resources to continue, you know, to, to learn more about sound biblical doctrine. Yeah. And the Reform Forum was one of the podcasts that he suggested, man. And I literally did a deep nose dive into it. And I was listening to it all the time so much. My wife was like, what? Or why are we always listening to this? You know, we're doing road <laughs> trips and I got you guys playing and. It definitely was uh, influential on that side and also inspiring um, on the podcast side, man. Mm -hmm. um, uh, one of the reasons why I jumped in, but I'm a, we can get a little bit more of that a little later. But just tell me a little bit about the Reform Forum, those that might not know anything about it, uh, yeah. kind of give them a synopsis of what it is and what you guys do every week. Yeah, Reform Forum is a nonprofit uh, organization. We didn't start that way. We had aspirations of that, but... Uh, you know, just if people want to get on the computer or on their phone real quick and head over to reformedforum.org, that's that's the main site. And from there, we've got a bunch of different programs. The main one we produce and have been doing for 11 years is called Christ the Center. Uh, mm -hmm. We basically started this as just a conversation among friends. I, I went to uh, Bradley University in basically central Illinois. Bradley just made the NCAA tournament this year. Mm -hmm. It's the first time in six years. So that's a little shout out to Peoria, uh, but that's, that's, uh, I spent nine years in Peoria and I became reformed there. Even though I grew up Presbyterian, it was a mainline Presbyterian church. And, uh, so when I was in college, uh, God worked in my life. I became a Calvinist, became more reformed and, and, uh, really wanted to learn and grow, but I didn't have anybody to talk to, uh, mm -hmm. in my area. I had, um, a few friends of the church where I was at, uh, the church was was real influenced by the Master Seminary and MacArthur type, so I'm very thankful for them. I love their Bibles, but um, they they weren't uh, entirely conversant with uh, you know confessional reform theology, and I was mm -hmm. I was wanting to learn and grow and discuss those matters. You know, long story short, I eventually made my way to Westminster Theological Seminary out in Philadelphia, and while there, I was able to have conversations with people about Reformed theology all the time, maybe too mm -hmm. many, you know, just like <laughs> my whole life didn't talk right. about anything else. And so um, at the time, this was 2007 when I moved there, you know, podcasting was still very early on and it hadn't really taken off at all. It was still kind of a techie kind of thing to do. Um, I think podcasts by then had been uh, added to the uh, iTunes software, but at the time, this was before the iPhone, mm -hmm. uh, uh, or, or certainly before the iPhone had apps. I don't know if people mm -hmm. remember that, but when the iPhone mm -hmm. came out, you didn't have apps. You couldn't put any right. apps on it. And so what we used to do is download these podcasts in iTunes, if you had an iPod or something like that, and then manually sync them to your iPod. Mm -hmm. So I was doing that all the time, every single day. And I, and I also had some audio gear laying around because I like to play guitar and play around with the digital recording. So I talked to my friends and said, Hey, there's these things called podcasts. He said, what's a podcast? I said, well, it's basically like a, <laughs> like an internet radio thing, except it's on demand. And I said, why don't we, why don't we uh, record some conversations? Let's put them online and see what happens. Cause mm. I knew that there, if I was living in Illinois, didn't have anyone to talk to about reformed theology. I figured there gotta be other people out there too. Right. Mm -hmm. And if, if they can't be part of the conversation in person, then the next best thing might be for them to listen into one. So we started recording them, putting them out. And uh, that was January 2008 that we released the first episode. And we've done one, a new one, uh, has been released every Friday since then. So we've been, we've been at it for 11 years. It's been really, wow. it's been really something by God's grace. It's been pretty special. 
Yeah, no, that that is awesome, man, and 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 definitely inspiring. Uh, two thousand eight. Wow, that just seems like so long ago when you just kind of sit and think about it. Yeah, um, no, it's more than a fourth of my life. It's crazy. <laughs> that 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 is awesome, man. And and you know that's you know one of the things uh, when I started. You know, my my big thing is is consistency, and mm-hmm. I noticed you guys. You know you know, every Friday was, was dropping and, um, and it was great. Like I said, great conversations. Cause even though I had that coworker, he eventually mm-hmm. moved yeah, uh, and, and it, was, it was like, Oh man, and they like, wear out on you too. They yeah. Can't, they can't yeah. talk for as long as you might like sometimes. Exactly. They get man. sick of it. Like, Hey man, exactly. with your questions. Exactly. Exactly. So the podcast <laughs> was so uh, on time for me, man. Um, and, and I'll be real, man. I, I, in the beginning, it was like, you know, drinking from a water hose. You guys oh, talking yeah. about Voss and I'm like, who and what? And yeah. <laughs> but I, I was I was I was listening, man. So um, well, that's the nature of Christ the Center. Yeah. It's a goofy thing. I mean, we're not trying to reach everyone, but, you know, Reform Forum would like to be able to reach everyone down the road. We want to grow and expand and have resources for all different types of people at all different uh, abilities, you know. But Christ the Center specifically is kind of aimed toward that gap between Whitehorse Inn and Ligonier and the seminary, and also for mm-hmm. people that are post seminary. So it it we're self consciously kind of doing something different that really yeah. isn't out there. But uh, you know, there's some there's some odd people out there like myself, like you that that are willing to kind of put the time in and just drink from the fire hose for a while. You know, mm-hmm. I figure you know if I pick up ten percent of this stuff, then uh, that's a ten percent I didn't have before I started. Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly that that was my that was my mentality man yeah and uh and and i i'm telling you i enjoyed it and that's a great uh i guess visual between white horse inn and ligonier because those are also was part of my my diet yeah, i could say mine too in that time man you Absolutely. know so so um talk about uh my my good friend nick bassick uh you mm-hmm. familiar with nick Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I actually I think I heard him on there a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, did, so is, was that a, a guest appearance or was he on the panel? Talk talk about how your format is and and how you grabbed that 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 young fella from Georgia a couple of times. Yeah, well, Nick was Nick was a huge part of Reform Forum and and was part of our program for a long time. Uh, so he was a panelist uh, for for many many years. He hadn't been on the program for. For a few years now, he's involved with the Alliance of Confessing Evangelicals and other things. I haven't actually talked to him in a bit, uh, but he's good friends with uh, with one of my buddies and one of our board members, Jeff Waddington. And mm-hmm. so uh, Nick was real formative uh, for Reform Forum in a lot of those early years, you know, and without him uh, being involved in a lot of those episodes and podcasts, then, uh, you know, we wouldn't be where we are today. So I'm very appreciative for him and for his uh, his faithfulness and, and his work in that regard. But okay. yeah, I mean, yeah, it's been a few years now. So, uh. but I said, don't give Nick that much credit, man. He, he's probably listening. We don't want him to get get too too up there. Uh, but no, I, I I love that brother. Really good guy, yeah. man. So you mentioned that you was a pastor as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of local pastors uh, that listen. Um, what what's the area that you pastor in, and what are some of the things uh, that you know? Cause I, I can't imagine that you, you drop in Christ centric stuff in, in, unless you are on a Sunday morning, what's, what's, 
I guess oh, it's a two part right. question. Yeah. So mm-hmm. talk about, you know, the location and, 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 you know, the, the demographic that you're dealing with and then kind of, uh, you know, your, your approach to the word of God to, to your lay people. Yeah. Well, um, I, like I said, I'm in Gray's Lake, Illinois, which is, uh, North of Chicago. So it's, it's really close to interstate 94. Um, so it's roughly, uh, you know, halfway between the loop in Chicago and downtown Milwaukee, at least in terms of time. And so, but we're definitely on this side of the Illinois border and that border means something here. I mean, you know, <laughs> we, we, I like, uh, we got a lot of friends in Wisconsin and everything, but we're definitely Chicago land here, not, not Wisconsin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even though I'm like 25 mm-hmm. minutes from Wisconsin. Uh, so yeah, it, the, the area it's called Lake County. Um, and, um, it's about 750,000 people in Lake County. Gray's Lake is just about right in the middle of it. Uh, there's a couple uh, Reformed churches, or at least churches that belong to NAPARC. Uh, that's the North American Presbyterian and Reformed Council. So I'm in the OPC, the Orthodox Presbyterian Church, which is a, pretty much a microscopic, well, not mic- it's not nanoscopic, but it's microscopic uh, <laughs> uh, Presbyterian denomination. Uh, very conservative uh, on a lot of things, uh, you know, very similar in theology to the PCA. There are a lot of people who know the PCA, the Presbyterian Church in America. Off off topic, uh, we used to be the PCA, but but mm. they got sued uh, and weren't allowed to be called the Presbyterian Church of America. Mm. But apparently in 19, that was in 1936. But in 1973, when the PCA come from, came from the PCUS in the South, apparently that Presbyterian Church in America is acceptable, but of America is not. So just mm. FYI for people, <laughs> historically speaking, <laughs> um, things change litigiously. Wow. So, you know, my context here, there's a lot of evangelical influence. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of secular influence, too. There's a, there's a, a lot of people in Lake County that want nothing to do with the things of God. But there are also a lot of churches and people that do attend worship and uh, people that grew up doing that. Um, but in terms of kind of reformed influence and uh, an influence regarding the the means of grace, the ordinary means of grace, you know, a real kind of uh, simple and direct focus on uh, the ministry of the word and the sacraments and a prayer as a way for, um, you know, doing and, and engaging in kind of God-ordained and, and God-directed ministry, that's new. You know, there's a mm-hmm. lot of people here in evangelicalism that are looking at, you know, program-based ministry or the, you know, really looking at uh, different forms of worship in terms of the music. And uh, that's what's most important. So there, there, I, I, I haven't been, I can't say from firsthand experience that I've worshiped in a lot of the evangelical churches around here and heard the sermons and everything like that. But just from my experience and conversations with, with people here and uh, through the local Christian school where my, my wife works and my kids uh, go to school, you know, you just, there, there isn't always a, a real great depth uh, mm-hmm. in, in terms of, of theology. Um, people love Jesus, people love the Bibles, and they're seeking after him and praise God for that. So we join hands in ministry on those fronts. But uh, I would love to see, you know, the riches and the depths of, of God's word unfolded uh, for people more, you know, and, and throughout mm-hmm. the county. And we, we don't see a lot of that here. So uh, we're working at it. And so, you know, a lot of times when people visit, they often say, wow, this is a really weird church. Uh, you know, you guys are still singing hymns, you know, we <laughs> like hymns. We don't think right. hymns are particularly better in terms of their form. I don't think the hymn form 
or that style of music is necessarily spiritually superior, but you know, we, we sing out of the hymnal for a lot of reasons and, you know, we're trying to be deliberate and intentional with everything that we do. And, uh, our worship is, you know, in, in our context, we call it the regulative principle of worship. And mm-hmm. that's basically just an extension or an application of solo scriptura to worship. That is, we only do the things in worship, uh, that God directs us to do, uh, right. you know, because God teaches us how we're supposed to worship. So those are the, those are the things we should do <laughs> and nothing more, you know, nothing less. And uh, that's what we're trying to focus on here. So oddly enough, by being a real conservative, you know, ordinary means of grace church, uh, you know, that ends up becoming kind of this fun, this odd niche. It seems like every church is looking for some way to market themselves or some way to stand out, you know, with something new or edgy. And oddly enough, by being just an old school church in those ways, we've kind of, we've kind of stumbled upon our own niche, even though we weren't looking for one, you know? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's good, man. Good to hear. Um, and I find that a lot, uh, with, with the, the OPC, mm-hmm. um, you know, they don't, they don't try to, they don't try to reach outside of, you know, or try to like be seeker friendly, um, which I think is good. And pastors need to hear that, um, mm. for sure. Yeah, but we love I, visitors. I, we always want people yeah. to hear about Jesus, you know, but in terms of what we're doing in the service, it's not intentionally oriented to to bring in unbelievers. You know, we want unbelievers mm-hmm. to be there, but what we're doing there is to meet with the living God who's called us to mm-hmm. worship them. So nah, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's real good, man. So out of the thousands and thousands of episodes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and, and someone asked me this question. I was like, well, you know what? Next time I get a podcast, I'm going to ask him this question. Cause mm-hmm. to me, it was like, you know, picking your favorite baby, you know, or your favorite child. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what show or series, cause you guys do a lot of series. What, which one stood out to you and, and then tell my listeners why they need to look in the archives for it. Oh goodness. Well, let me, let me bring up the archives <laughs> myself. Yeah. We just recorded episode 587 of crisis center last week. So there's been a lot, but I, I definitely would point people to the Voss group. That's a series, but it, it's a long one. We've done 53 of those. It, it's roughly once a month. So just in overall, you know, that's that's me and and Lane Tipton, who teaches systematic theology at Westminster in Philadelphia, just w- working through uh, a book titled Biblical Theology. So if you're really mm-hmm. interested in the Bible and wanting to see how Jesus is is unfolded throughout all of scripture and how he's present there naturally, organically, you know, not just mm-hmm. as an afterthought, then, then I definitely would, would encourage people to take a look at Voss group. But in terms of just uh, single episodes uh, we've had a lot through the years, I'm trying to find the numbers as I'm talking, but uh, one of them I recall being a particularly good one was uh, we had Dr. Richard Gaffin Jr. on with Lane Tipton to talk about uh, covenant and election. And that mm. gets at some of the differences between paedo-baptists and credo-baptists. And oftentimes we have those differences uh, really when people are trying to give a case for paedo-baptism, the case that they provide doesn't often apply to people uh, who are Reformed Baptists. And so that was a particular episode that I thought was really helpful in addressing some of the uh, the particular the, the, the biblical case for paedo-baptism specifically directed towards Reformed Baptist. So I'll, I'll try to find a link. I'll send you a link after, sure. after we're done talking. And, and that's one that really sticks out to me as a, as a big one. 
that was uh, important and uh, influential. But there's been so many; it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to to truly yeah. try to identify. We also do a lot of have done several events over the years. Uh, we have an annual conference here in Grays Lake, uh, and um, those you can find on YouTube. We record the videos for all those, and, and uh, you can find playlists for all that kind of stuff. We had last year. Or two years ago, a year and a half ago, we did the Reformation of Apologetics. That was a big one. Last year, we did one on the beatific vision, which is uh, kind of our our experience of glorification. When Christ returns, we'll see him and we will be him as he is because we will behold his face. So those those are some big ones, too. And um, all that stuff's online. Everything we've ever done, it's, it's, it's up. I mean, it's, it's a little hard to dig around through the archives, but it's all there. Awesome. That is, mm-hmm. that is, that is too cool, man. So right here, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. What's up, everybody? I'm John. And I am Joe. And we are the hosts of the Pastor Discussions podcast. And we like to call it your weekly conversation on doctrine, faith, and the Christian life. Because that's exactly what it is. And because you're listening to this commercial, you have already found some bar podcasts, and we are part of the Bar Podcast Network. And new episodes of our shows drop every Monday, so we invite you to check them out. We're just a couple of rural pastors that sit down and have discussions about different topics and work through things together. And we want you to come join us in the discussion. You can find out more by visiting pastordiscussions.com or subscribe on Stitcher or iTunes. <laughs> it's good. Um, I can I can edit this. <laughs> I can edit this. All right, we're back in here with my man Camden. Uh my man from Reform Forum. I'm gonna say it mm-hmm. slow so it don't run together. <laughs> also Christ-centric, uh Christ-centered. Look, I'm messing it all up. Christ the center. Yeah, yeah, you got there it. There you go. You got there it. you go. Yeah. And 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 I'll be honest, man, you know, and I know you know this. When you're talking to people for the first time, most of the, nine times out of ten you hadn't met him face to face but you know you kind of like oh this this is a this is a brother like this is a connection man so i feel that with you brother i don't know if it's mutual but (laughs) likewise (laughs) yes sir so what i like to do uh on the second half or the tail end of the show is Mm -hmm. i give my three signature bar questions these are three questions i ask all of my guests i used to say they were special and unique unique but uh miss rosario butterfield busting my bubble said that they weren't special <laughs> or unique uh she's been asked them before so i was like well i got to come up with a different thing but these are the three <laughs> signature bar questions and the first one is what kind of music do you like oh man well i know you probably get a lot of people who say well i listen to all kinds of music which of which i do answer. i know but it gives some more specific ones uh, i'll tell you let me answer that question in a in a different way what I play on my mm-hmm. guitar okay. uh, a lot is I play a lot of blues. So, mm-hmm. but I probably play more blues than I listen to. But mm-hmm. in terms of of music, I listen to um, it's it's uh it's a lot of you know classic rock. There's a little there's a good influence of '90s rock because that's when I was in high school, you know, and that mm-hmm. kind of sticks in your in your head. Yep. Uh, but uh, you know, some of my favorites, I'll give you one that I really enjoy lately. I've been a big fan of hers for the last several years and the listeners might not know. So I'll be my, I'll do my good turn and turn the listeners on to some good music. It's a, it's a woman named Lyra Lynn, L-E-R-A. 
L Y N N. You can find her on Google music, uh, you know, Spotify, whatever. But I think there's a real depth, uh, to her, to her writing and, um, real significant stuff in ways I wouldn't say she rivals necessarily, but in terms of uh, lyrics that actually get you to think whether you agree with them philosophically or not, she kind of rivals, I think Jason Isbell, at least some of her songs get mm. up there. So those two, I'll, I'll put them out there as the, I'm on a Lyra Lynn and Jason Isbell kick lately. Again, don't endorse all of their worldview, of course, but uh, mm-hmm. that's some music I really appreciate. Okay, no, that's 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 good. I, and I was looking up Lyra Lynn just now on my phone, so I'm yeah. gonna have to check her out when I get back to work. Yeah. Um, and then to to now to play blues on the guitar, lead guitar, mm-hmm. you, you got to have a little little swag about you, man. So you, yeah, you I don't know down. if I got that mojo or not. <laughs> I could fake it, uh, but the real the real connoisseurs are gonna know. I don't know. Okay. If, All right. <laughs> See, I, I play it. the drums. I'm a I'm, I'm a musician, I, and I got an ear. We just need a so. bassist, and we're good to go. We're good to go, man. We can rock <laughs> out for sure. But yeah, now that 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 is awesome, man. Next signature bar question is: uh-huh. What book or books are you currently reading? Oh, well, I just finished Chad Van Dixhorn's book, Confessing the Faith, which is a commentary on the Westminster Confession of Faith. I'd mm. I'd read portions of it and and scanned it for that's this is a little bit behind the curtain but i scanned it when we did an interview with him but i read every word of it finished that (laughs) yesterday two days ago but right now i'm reading uh the theological orations of uh gregory of nazianzus so i need to shore up my patristics my church father's knowledge so that just happens to be what i'm reading right now Mm -hmm. but then i've got a book by uh jim harrison that this is a non-theological book. The other book on my nightstand by Jim Harrison is, uh, I think it's called After Dark. It's a collection mm-hmm. of his, uh, if uh, of his um, nonfiction, well, just mm-hmm. before dark, Jim Harrison, and uh, he's kind of a conservationist, naturalist. So that's another side of me. I love hunting and love nature oh, okay. and stuff like that. So I love thinking philosophically oh, about place and legacy and all that kind of stuff. So. Just Before Dark has a lot of really good uh, nonfiction essays in there that kind of address some of those issues. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. I knew I knew we were brothers, man. I like fishing, hunting, actually going camping this Friday, man. That's, that's my thing as well. Well, so I'm in South Carolina, so there's yeah. a park called Table Rock, and uh, okay. I think it's called Easley, South Carolina. And uh, me and some guys from the church, we're going uh, Friday night and uh, have a good time, man. We we, we do it up, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm right South there with Carol- you. Here's my shameless plug. I'm going to be in South Carolina. Let's see what date is it? Uh, May second and third. Going to be in what Greenville. Part? Greenville. Uh, Bro, going to be doing lectures at Greenville Seminary on Thursday, May second, and then there's going to be a church event May third. Listen, yeah, come on you, over. You, you, yeah, I, that's right up the street, man. You, you must know my man Zach. Uh, uh, what's Just talk to him from Greenville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Look, talk to him on I, the phone. That. I'm I'm not gonna say his name again because he would really get the big head if I say his name on my show again. <laughs> All right. So before yeah. I uh before uh we go to the next question, I'm not trying to cut you off. Sure. Uh, do you, what are you hunting in South Carolina? So uh in South Carolina, uh unfortunately, like I haven't been able to hunt any deer. I'm originally from North Carolina. Yeah. And so that's why I did most of my hunting growing up. Uh yeah. but uh since I've been in South Carolina, I've only been able to go uh uh turkey hunting oh, and yeah. you know uh it's turkey season, well. man. Oh, mm-hmm. I know. 
I'm missing <laughs> yes, it this year because I got too many trips going. I was really bummed because oh, I, I've been wanting to hit the turkeys. I, I didn't get one last year, I, I uh, but I knew I was get onto something because I was calling. Mm-hmm. I called in a coyote, so I knew mm. my calls weren't that bad if, uh, if a coyote was responding. <laughs> but I'm big he in thought, the deer. thought he was calling dinner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He came with a big – his tongue was wagging out. He had the biggest yeah. grin on his face running at my decoys, and then he saw me with a gun, and he uh, turned around and ran out of there so fast. Right. That is cool. Yeah. There's good a good deal, hunting man. there. Not the yeah. biggest deer in the Carolinas, but uh, no. you got deer, you got the turkeys, you got some, you got tons of small game, I'm sure. I love squirrel hunting oh, yeah. with the kids. That's good oh, yeah, stuff. for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Squirrel hunting for sure. I, uh, I, you know, I was really like in the whole duck dynasty crave and I wanted yeah. to, to duck hunt, but it's expensive, man. I was like, <laughs> it can be. But once you got the, it, it can be a lot. Yeah. But if you got a buddy or somebody with a boat and those decoys, yeah. but man, yeah. it's fun. Oh, oh it's yeah. So fun. I bet I hadn't done it. So anybody in South Carolina want to buddy up with me so I can bum off all your stuff. Just, uh, yeah. Hit me up. <laughs> geese too. I went goose something for the first time last fall, man. I oh, had okay. Some, it was a blast. And we made pastrami out of the goose breasts. Oh yeah. It was good. Oh man, Let, we gotta get back on course. Yeah, man. it's we, lunchtime. We're gonna... <laughs> <laughs> talking. Oh man, yes sir. So All right. last last signature bar question, which yeah. is, is gonna be funny because uh, I know how I am. But what podcasts or sermons do you listen to, if any? Oh yeah, I, I'm only gonna be open up my phone here. Uh, I'm like a podcast junkie. Mm-hmm. I'm probably be, I'm gonna censor myself when I read these because I'm I'm gonna be embarrassed to tell you all of them. But uh, mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, this is the yeah. bar, no censors. <laughs> we are at the bar, brother. <laughs> uh, well, lately I've been listening to Mid America Reform Seminary. I was listening to that one today. They just started a podcast, and they they uh, not doing it weekly or anything, but they've got uh, um I think they call it Roundtable. They just started up a theological podcast. I'll try to find a link for that for you. Uh, but the Meat Eater podcast I listen to, I love that. Those guys talk about hunting and fishing and conservation. I um, I listen to the ones we produce. Let me find here the list of them. Uh, but other than those, uh, let's see here. I, I'll dip in and listen to different interview shows. There's one I like, uh, The Moment with Brian Koppelman. Mm-hmm. That's usually pretty good. Uh, once in a while, listen to Joe Rogan podcast. I'm pretty, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. occasionally we'll find a Tim Ferriss show. I listen to those, um, for a long time. I listened to 99% invisible, but I haven't been as good about listening to every one of those lately. I've been focusing a little bit more on the, on the hunting side of things, but, uh, and then some sports ones, uh, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, those, those are the, those are the big ones that I've been listening to lately. Cool, man. Yeah. Joe Rogan, it, it, for me, with Joe Rogan, it has to. It depends on the guests. Like, oh I, yeah, I, like the last one, I just had to turn it off. Like it was interesting yeah. for a while, then they started to just, uh, they're just blaspheming. I was like, I can't yeah. listen to this anymore. Yeah, yeah, that, this that's for sure. For me. Yeah, exactly, exactly, man. So, um, man, I again appreciate you coming on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're we're, we're not the two hour, you know. Hop and chop. We're we're done in thirty minutes, man. I like to whip my my listeners' appetite so they can yeah. hit links and follow up, man. So, but in closing, man, I want to give you opportunity to uh, you know, any announcements you want to make. Uh, I think the show will probably drop in two weeks, so just keep that in mind. Oh yeah, and any any words of encouragement uh, that you might have. 
Well, words of encouragement, just want to encourage you and keep doing what you're doing. Cause I think having more honest and conversations about the uh, things that matter and making connections with people is, is big. So I really appreciate you asking me to, to come on and talk and, you know, we'd like to keep up the conversation and just get to know more folks because, you know, there aren't so many of us in, in that really are concerned with Reformed theology. And we need to kind of, uh, it's a little cliche, but be on the same team and try to strive for the same mark. So this has been great. In terms of events, uh, it's going to be done by the time this airs, but we're having a big sem- uh, seminar down in Wimberley, Texas, uh, April 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. And, um, mm. I, I want people to take a look for that later in the year because we we're having a professional uh, film crew there to record that, and we're going to turn that into a Sunday school curriculum. So Lane Tipton, uh, I mentioned him several times, but he's a good friend of ours, and he's going to be teaching a, a twelve lecture uh, series on an introduction to covenant theology, and so that's going to be targeted not towards you know the the postdoctoral students or anything. It's targeted towards adults, and and it's intended for use in uh, adult Sunday school classes in local churches. So that should be, we hope, available by the end of the year. The The event's happening next week. So uh, I'm flying out Monday with with my wife, going to meet all the Reform Forum folks down in Texas, and we're going to have a good time all week. But uh, just want people to take a look at that. You can, you can find everything, uh, all the info about that and uh, everything else we got going on all at reformedforum.org. So... I'll just, I'll keep it to that. I'm, the folks okay. who listen to the podcast have heard that a, a million times because, you know, you got to <laughs> pump your stuff. Got to pump uh, it. I'm real excited about that. We've been, we've been publishing some books too. So, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of good stuff coming out with Reform Forum in the next year or two. So we're, we're pretty stoked. Awesome, man. That, that is awesome. And, you know, another thing that I wanted to, to tell you, um, you guys, you, you, you inspire me not only on the podcast, but, just the fact that, you know, like I told you, your stuff is so, you know, rich and and, and good. I was like, well, I got to bring my podcast is going to be a little lighter, man. So like a little bridge. There's you know, a place so I- for that. There's a real place for that. You know, I aspire so- to that. I'd like to have more guests on and just talk talk to them as people, not as, you know, just containers right. of knowledge, you know. Exactly, man. So, you, you 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 know, if they can't, if, they, if they're not ready, just send them my way, man. I'll, I'll get them all lighthearted and, and send them back your way, man. That's for sure but listen brother i really really appreciate the time man and and thank god for the connection hopefully we can continue this man and uh, i'm I'm very very grateful for you uh to the listeners make sure you check out everything the bar network has going on on monday we got past the discussion tuesday this show the bar podcast wednesday just thinking with daryl and virgil walker uh thursday bars friday we have truth and fire podcast as well as mario esco live uh make sure you go to the bar podcast website to catch all of these shows as well as go to thebargear.com to get your t-shirts hats mugs socks I even found a company to do underwear, so that might be on the horizon. Who knows? But (laughs) get your bar underwear might be coming soon. But anyway, God bless you guys. Appreciate you listening, and we are out.
What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get a invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many, many more. Make sure you sign up. The link's in the show notes. Join the VIP inside the bar group and we'll see you there.